0: I'm Jay Matthews, and this is AD Update. Okay, it been a few weeks since we've uh, checked in with you guys, uh, but man, I'm so excited about today. We're getting ready to introduce to you someone who hasn't even been introduced to the girls who'll be coaching yet—Chris uh, Camper. It's going to be announced here shortly as our new head varsity volleyball head coach. And Chris, man, uh, just the last few weeks and months, we've been back and forth talking and uh, just so excited that we're going to announce you today. And I can't wait to see the impact you're going to have on our school.
1: Uh, Jay, I'm excited to be here. Um, and I'm excited to meet the girls and decided to hit the ground running. I'm ready.
0: Yeah, so as we do with this... Uh, the purpose of this podcast is love to hear a little bit of your background. I mean, uh, uh, your accolades speak for itself in terms of multiple, you know, final eights and final fours and state championships, uh, building programs, both at, at Mountain Brook and at Hoover. Uh, but I, th- you know, as I've gotten to know you, that still doesn't capture who you are. <laughs> You've been a guy spent has been on the farm and happy and yeah. enjoying, enjoying that life. But, uh, let's, Talk a little bit about your background and kind of what got you here.
1: Well, it's a long uh, road. Um, You know, I think God has a plan for you. And, um, you know, at 16, 17 years old, I was living in Edwell County and a baseball and a football guy and never touched a volleyball in his life. Mm -hmm. And my my mom, who was in education, uh, got a new job, and we moved to Cowan County. And, you know, there happened to be – kind of a community pool I would I guess best way to describe it and um, had a beach volleyball court and you know we just got fell in love with the game playing with my friends and and um, you know my life changed we had a, a we held a little tournament there and um, advertised it and a couple of high school volleyball coaches showed up uh, Alan Thacker and Rod Richardson from Sand Mountain Boaz and Alberville came in and uh, changed my life I mean uh, when the tournament was over, they offered to, to let me come up and play with their group. And it, they informed me that I wasn't quite playing the game the right way <laughs> yeah. and, uh, started training me and teaching me the game. And, man, I, you know, five years later, I was playing in Texas and Louisiana and Florida and going everywhere. There was a volleyball game and just, it just became my passion, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um just uh, truly blessed that that I met those guys and um, you know next thing I knew I, you know I just truly wanted to teach young people the game and it's it's always been there I've never lost that 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 desire to impact young people uh, I love when you're coaching somebody volleyball and it's a sport that not a lot of people especially in the south are familiar with and Man, they fall in love with it. I don't know anybody that's ever played it that doesn't think it's the greatest game. It's just a tremendous amount of fun. And with young girls in in our state, you know, the doors that volleyball can open for them. Right. Man, it's such a great thing. And getting them into a college that they couldn't get into, if not for volleyball, or getting them to college. I've been in places where uh, the only way she's going to go is if, if we can get her a scholarship. And that, you know, knowing you've helped people, and yes. I have a girl that uh, it's a vet uh, right now that that went on to Kentucky and had and really had, had no plans to go to college, couldn't go to college, you know, if it if it wasn't for volleyball. And to see how it can change people's lives is, man, that's why we do what we do. And um, so I'm excited to to come here and, and uh, work with these kids and you know like you and I've talked about, I I want to create a program where you know they can meet their goals. Yeah. And we can create a program that that y'all, as an administration, and these girls and, and uh, our community are really proud of, and, yeah. and do it the right way.
0: And then um, something that impressed me early on is is not just your heart for coaching, but yeah. you know your your heart for Christ and yeah. the opportunity you have there that 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 you've been very consistent in throughout your career yeah so yeah chat a little bit about that about where that comes from or
1: you know just raised uh, raised to about my grandfather was a tremendous Im- important uh influence on me my mom i remember from the earliest years i can remember my grandfather telling me stories uh, about his childhood and he always started every story with you know you gotta put god first you got to put God first, and I mean, just really, that has been a, a central part of my life. And that, and I think every single day of your life, you got to get up and seek the kingdom. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've, I've always believed that. And and uh, with just really devout to the study of the Word and 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 getting up, putting God first, especially, you know, when you're running a program, I think sometimes as coaches and and as players, we lose perspective. No doubt and we get a little sidetracked and you know when I started Mountain Brook I kind of put it down in paper Um, you know I believe that if you're going to play in a program that I run um, your priorities have to be in line with mine or we're not we're not going to be compatible Um, I think number one you know you've got to put God first uh, above everything in your life And I think number two uh, your family has to be a huge part of what we do and i think you got to put your family first and then three your academics and then four is volleyball and if you have other things that get in the way of that we're probably not going to jive it's not going to work and i think when you look at a kid and and it's the you're about to go into the final four and they're scared out of their minds you look at them say remember who we are
0: yeah yeah you know
1: Your, your god's still there when you go home after this match is over, mom and daddy's still gonna love you and you're you're still gonna have a, a good home and you're gonna have a great life and you're gonna end up being a great wife and a great mother and hey, we're gonna be okay. Keep perspective, you know. And I think when you're grounded and you understand why we're here and what you know, we we wanna have that servant's heart and we wanna play for our teammates, you'll be more relaxed and you'll play better. And I yeah. think so I think priorities matter, you know, and I loved a lot of my parents that really bought into that. They'll even remind me every now and then. Hey, coach, remember, we all need that. Remember reminder. that. Yeah. Uh, hey, we got three tests tomorrow, and I know you want to go back and practice tonight because you're mad. But hey, <laughs> I remember. I remember. So those priorities, I, I, I've always had them, and um, I think it's important. And I say, you know, not, not every place is going to receive that. Not every place is going to receive that uh, the faith and the family um, idea, but. That's obviously exciting part about being here. I know that's not going to fall on deaf ears, and I think it really helps keep the girls grounded and helps us as coaches understand. Yeah, we got more important things to do on this earth than win a volleyball game. But um, you know, I think you have to combine that with the same idea of 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 pursuit of excellence. Right. And I, I truly believe that. I think you you know if you get up and seek God and you believe that he is the most important thing and your walk with him and you do everything you can to be the very best at that you can be that fits with what we do here. And yeah. you're you have to be the best son and daughter and the and the best wife and the best mother you can be and the best in academics and pursue excellence in the classroom every day. And when you get on the volleyball court, so there is there is nothing from 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 Christ to volleyball and our priorities, where we're not going to preach the same thing. You have to be the best. Go pursue to be the best you can be at all four of those, and don't do anything halfway because there's nothing, there's nothing worth achieving that you can get easy. Amen. And that's 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 our mindset. So you you fight for all four the same way. So you come on the court and you go halfway. You and I don't get along. You you don't do well in class because you're not trying. You're not studying. We're we're gonna have problems. You know. Um, you know, we don't. There's things that we do in our program, for that reason. You know, we don't. We don't do things on Sunday. I don't ever. Yeah. Some coaches will come in after church. I don't. Sundays. That's not what we do. And yeah. uh, I want the girls to know that. I want them to to know that, when there's something at church or something that's a part of their faith that's really important, we're going to work with them on that. And uh, going to the beach with your mom and dad for the weekend to have fun isn't one of our first four priorities, <laughs> but a marriage, yeah, a marriage, yeah. or, or something really important with yeah. family is. Yeah. So, I think it helps you take care of a lot of problems before no, you get there.
0: No doubt. I want to take you back to year one, Chris Camper. Uh, so your your first year of coaching, wherever that may have been. Yeah. And then what what was that like? And then that process that now is the culmination of, you know, this Hall of Fame-type resume, you oh, know. I don't know about that. Uh, so what, what is the culminating of that? I'm, and I guess I'm asking that for the sake of someone who may be early in their coaching career, yeah. you know, because it's not all successes, <laughs> right? It's nah. learning from a lot of mistakes and failures. So walk, walk through that process of what it takes to be, that person that then is given that opportunity to you know have the career yeah. you've had so far.
1: Uh, first year, wow! I, you know, I did some student teaching at Hoover uh, before I, I got my first job, and uh, it was funny. I interviewed for the head job at Vestavia, now, having never coached. I got the interview with Buddy Anderson. I interviewed with Terry Cooper at Mount Brook for the yeah, head job yeah. at Mount Brook, and didn't get either, and both went a different route, looking for a more experienced coach. I'd never been a head coach. I had helped out, you know, uh, Glencoe High School, helped their teacher coach out, and but I, I really didn't have it. So my I, I got a job at Irwin High School, now Center Point. Johnny Metcalf uh, was my athletic director. I was a baseball coach there, did junior high baseball, and, and was the head volleyball coach. And, man, it was, it was exciting, uh, completely lost. Mm-hmm. I understood volleyball but not at the level needed to build a program right right um they had i think been a five hundred team and uh, we won the area I think we went gosh I remember, I think it's twenty three and twelve that's crazy I remember the record I think something like that and we finished one one back then you had a regionals if you finished the top two in the region you qualified for the eight I think we finished third had a tough loss and um and when it was over, I remember meeting with the girls and and uh, talking about club volleyball, and talking about training in the off season. And I remember one of them looking at me saying, oh, coach, we don't do that here. It's mm-hmm. basketball season. We we play volleyball. We play volleyball just to pass the time."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I I remember going home thinking, well, it's going to be hard to build a program where where the pro the people in the community. Are not supportive, and I, I learned yeah. a valuable lesson that you can you can go and do everything you can do, but if if volleyball is not in the heart of, of the community, if they don't look at it, you're gonna to have a tough time building. And I learned right. right away that that's a that's a very important ingredient to, to build a program. And um, you know, Ron Swan at Hoover, have, God, I keep thinking of these big names. Ron Swan, such an amazing, guy. absolutely, yeah. Um, he saw what we did at Irwin and asked if I would come on board at Hoover and be a JV coach for a year, Uh, run their soccer program as a a faculty sponsor, just to get used to the money at Hoover, and and, uh, and sitting down talking to him and and, uh, learning how to manage a a big-time program like Donna Burke did at Hoover for so many years. She was so good at management, I learned. You know, thinking about your question, Jay, I don't think you ever stop learning. That's right. I think, you know, you, as a coach, I don't know any coaches that aren't coachable, if they're good. Right. Um, I have changed so many things through the years to to be to try to adapt to the style of the game, to the type of kid that's changed over the years. But I, I look back at sitting down with Tammy Richardson, who's a volleyball legend, and, and not talking and just listening. Hmm. Um, to a guy that coached me in volleyball, Tenley, who was here for a while, right. Talking to Barry Walker, right, who's a legend. Um, I got to be an assistant baseball coach with Casey Dunn at Spain Park, and which gave me an opportunity to meet his dad. Mm-hmm. So learned so many. Just listening to Sammy Dunn talk to his son about baseball. So I, I think a big part of of doing what I've been lucky enough to do with my with great coaches. Um, is 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 closing your mouth and listening, and hmm. every now and then you'll start to pick up from everybody, yeah. and never feel insecure, never be defensive. I always tried to bring in people that I felt like would challenge me as coaches to be my assistants. Right, right. That'll never change for hmm. me. Um, my love for my kids will overcome any ego I have mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to hiring coaches. So, man, I, I just think back to. To, to all of the coaches that I've learned so much from uh, and their impact and, and I, you know you learn how to build a program and I think you have to have a short term vision how to make this team here the best they can be and then you got to have a long term vision because mm-hmm. as coaches you're in there and, and this was the way it was when, when I was at Spain Park in Mount Brook I felt pretty good about our ability to make that team better but how could I make the kid that we got better? Right. How could I make the kid that walks into my ninth grade gym better before I ever see her? How can I make... And I, I at the tr- here's the story. This is a huge moment in my career. Uh, I took a club team to Huntsville to play in a volleyball tournament 20 years ago. And Huntsville was the bedrock of volleyball. Huntsville and Grissom were elite. They were one- two every year with McGill out of the South and we in Birmingham we're, we couldn't we couldn't even be competitive. I mean they would crush us. And, um, and I remember sitting in that hotel room looking at the program for that tournament and I saw for all of Birmingham there were two 12 and under teams, maybe three. We had two volleyball clubs at the time and and I looked at Hunts when they had like 12. I mean some crazy number. That just fed into Huntsville and Grissom, and I'm like, all right, that's it. I mean, we, I mean, that's why. I mean, mm-hmm. they're so much better than us. They have so much depth. And and I, when I came home, uh, that was the first thing I did at Mountain Brook, is mm-hmm. I went and met, met with a guy that ran their rec program, and we built the, what I think's the, and I, I, I give him the, the credit, Brad Hart at Mountain Brook, he allowed me to hire a volleyball coach from Grissom. A player, and she came down and trained fifth and sixth graders, mm-hmm. and we built, I think, the best feeder program in the state of Alabama. And it is a, it is a giant, yeah. and they do such a great job. And the coaches that came after me built it and made it better. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I learned a lot then that if you're going to build a program, yeah, you got to have standards, you got to have priorities, you got to do things the right way, but you also have to have a, a vision for the future that has right. nothing to do with whether you win today or not. Yeah. So you got to, you got to be involved. We did that at Hoover. I took over Hoover, met with Parks and Rec, and created their youth program, and uh, it would feed into Spain Park and Hoover. Right. And both have benefited from that. And uh, so, I mean, gosh, it, I I think the best thing to to do is to is to listen. Yeah. And you can learn a lot. So
0: talking about that developmental thing, we were talking about the dynamics, you've got a perspective now, you know, of kind of being in it, stepping yeah. away from it, stepping back in. So what are some things you would tell like a fifth and sixth grade parent or younger, you know? Yeah. Because the messaging coming in there's some good in it, but there's yeah. you know so how do you how do you have them take what's the best route to do, but avoid some of the pitfalls that you see? Is there?
1: Well, I think, you know, one of the things about club volleyball now is, and it really fits well with our current society. You know, society now has become a lot of, you know, entitlement and me, 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 me. Hmm. Well, if you're a club, that's perfect because that's what you sell. You don't sell teammate, you sell me. Come here and we'll train you the kid and make you better and let you play the position you want to play, and we'll get you a scholarship because we do it better. And um, man, that's attractive to a parent. They're gonna yeah. come and train my kid, and and um, so I think it's important for parents. You know, I have a a twelve year old that's played a few years of club. If you're in, if your daughter's in fifth and sixth grade, it's it, you're not too late. You have plenty of time. I think uh, you know, starting at around ten or eleven. And getting him involved in club matters uh, for long-term growth. I, th- I don't think you can argue that. They'll definitely be better. Um, but don't buy in. Well, i got to be careful here. Don't buy into the, the thought process that, you know, w- there's only one club. There's only one way to do it. It's our way. You You really don't need to. To, to focus on any sports or you won't be as good as you can be. You need to even consider uh, getting out of high school and just 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 playing with us. Um, you know, I tell my, my girls, my standard club answer every year, try out for as many clubs as you want to try out for. Find the best situation for you. And go where it helps you be the best that you can be. And that may be a different club every year. Um I if I could snap my fingers and eliminate travel sports, I would. Hmm. I, I don't, I know they are a tremendous benefit to competitiveness. Our players are better now, right? No doubt. But man, it, it, it there is so much toxic that goes into the clubs. They're fighting over the same small pool of girls. Uh, it's money. It's how fast can we get tryouts in so we can get the girls from the other clubs, personal attacks Mm. if you're in one club and not the other. Um, So my advice to parents is, is look, I think the best volleyball player is a volleyball player who doesn't just play volleyball. Interesting. I I think, yes, if you just do nothing but pass a volleyball for 12 months, you're going to be great. But, you know, I think there's so much more important things you can do when you're a young kid. I think let them be a kid. Uh, I see so many coaches right now in high school that the season's over and it's, it's, it's off-season workout time and it's, let's get better, let's burn them. I mean, and these girls are playing club at the same time. Right. I want our girls, and I've always wanted this, I want them to do other things. And I think some coaches say, oh, I'm willing for her to, to play basketball. Well, I'm not willing mm-hmm. for her to play basketball. I want her to. Right. I'm not okay with her playing. I want her to. I want her to go out and try to score for the track team. I, if they're going to be in a club volleyball program that says, you can't do anything else, there, you can't miss practice, you can't miss a tournament for a softball game or a basketball game at your school, or you can't be because you're just not committed, I think for parents that's a nice little heads up that you're at the wrong place. Yeah. Because I think our girls – When they're away from volleyball and they're playing another sport, they learn leadership. They learn how to be great teammates. They learn how to perform under pressure. And when they come back, they're hungry. Mm -hmm. They've missed it. Mm -hmm. Whereas you work them out and you burn them out, it's hard to get quality out of them. But when they haven't seen you and they're ready to get in the gym and they're excited because they haven't touched a volleyball in a while because they've been shooting a basketball, you're going to get more out of them. You're going to end up the result will be as good or better. And I haven't always had that. Man, I used to do – man, it was tough. June yeah. was June was three a days, and, man, we worked out and we practiced and we played, and then come August we did two a days, and it was – how much can we get in? But when you combine school ball with now year-round volleyball, they're trying out and practicing right now in November and December. There's no break.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you go and look at all these fatigue injuries, these high school coaches get their kids back from club, and the first six weeks half their team's hurt. They can't do anything in the summer because their team's hurt. Well, well, you can't look at club and say it's all their fault. What what time have you given them for their bodies to recover, for their mind, to, for them to go on a vacation with their family, for them to spend time at a church camp, for them to – I mean, you, where are your priorities? Yeah. And, and I think let them be a kid. Let them play volleyball. If they want to play club, that'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: make sure you're at a place that has the right perspective. Yeah so that those kids can still be a kid. So that 11-year-old doesn't play volleyball for two years and and go home crying and never want to play again because it's just too much. It's three hours a night, three days a week, tournament every weekend, and you better not miss. I, I, I just, perspective, we got we to get back to it.
0: You know, so interesting you mentioned that because we've kind of been on the round table with our athletic admin talking about trying to find those like-minded coaches on the other side. So, so, so listen, in a few minutes you're about to stand in front of these girls for the first time. Yeah. Uh, you've been through this before. It's not your first rodeo. So what are you hoping to, to tell them today, and then what's your first few weeks hitting the ground running look like for you?
1: You know, the biggest thing I want the girls to know is is that I'm committed to them. Um, you know, I want to do a great job for y'all as an administration and the trust and the belief that y'all put in me. I hope they'll share it. But yeah. that's gonna take time. I'll right. have to earn that. But the thing that I missed in those two years off are the relationships with my kids and my coaches. Um, because that's what it's about. Right. And I wanna to, today's day one of, of building a relationship with my team. And, you know, I wanna make sure that when these girls leave this program they know that they're part of our family, and that I'm their coach, and that should never change. And when they, when they're sitting in their second or third year of college, they're like, yeah, "I want to go see Coach Camper. Yeah, I want to go see my team. I want to go see how they're doing. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to pop in and, and hug his neck and tell him I love him. Yeah. And 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 I want them to know that no matter where they are, they're always mine. They're yeah. always one of my players and there's somebody that I care about and and that it goes way beyond volleyball. Well,
0: you know, it's interesting. I'm looking at kind of the press release we're putting out, uh, you know, that your uh, record, 772, 304, mm-hmm. 11 elite, eight appearances, seven final four appearances, three title game appearances, um, 7A state championship with Hoover. Um, but, you know, that's that's important. It's good. But yeah. everything you've said is why we're really excited about having you back in the coaching, you know, because uh, yeah. you're going to help develop our coaches. You're going to help develop our players. You know, you're going to be just a positive asset to the school. And uh, that's why I'm super excited about getting this info out today.
1: I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's, uh, man, I'm, I didn't think that uh, this kind of situation would pop up for me ability yeah. to do what we're going to do here and uh and uh, and still have time to spend with my family and them to be here with me you know yeah. with my yeah. wife helping me on staff and yeah. my daughter one of them coming right away to 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 be part of the program it's uh it's exciting
0: yeah anyway so excited to see how it goes and chris we're going to be praying for you as i know you gonna be praying for us and uh just uh, truly truly a great day for briarwood so thank you for joining us i appreciate it At Briarwood Christian School in Birmingham, Alabama. And each episode of this podcast is dedicated to our coaches, volunteers, and other staff members who help us wrestle with what it means to be a Christian, competitive athletics program in contemporary society. Thank you for tuning in to this latest episode of AD Update.